Welcome to 3DS Talk Sports. Sports Center. Um, welcome to 3DS Talk Sports. I'm Zach. I'm here with Spencer and Jay. Boys, what's up? I'm alive. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> oh, God. Here this we go. What? Yankees finalizing deal to acquire Andrew Benintendi from Royals. Mm. Actually, a really good fit. I'm kind of kind of sad about that. So just they can't play against Toronto in Toronto. True, but still. Um, speaking of baseball, everyone, welcome to the pod. Uh, if you do here, we talk all all nothing but sports uh, happening around the sports world. Um, make sure you go to lifefuels.com. Use that code three idiots get fifteen percent off your entire purchase. Also, go to our socials, hit them up, and uh, keep the questions coming. So. Uh, also, what else? There's one more thing. I had a brain fart. Hey, I'll come to me for the break. Um, so, boys, how you guys? How's you guys? How's you guys' week going so far? How, happy Hump Day, middle of the week. I've only worked one day this week, so good. Oh, jeez. Uh, Jay, we are you. Jay's Jay's trucking along. We already know Jay's doing what he needs <laughs> to do. Like I called into work on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, worked Monday. I had yesterday off, and then so two days this week, but one day only one day in my actual job. Mm-hmm. So. Well, hey, hope everybody out there is staying safe, doing well, and uh, avoiding the it. vid and the monkeypox. Yep. So get into it there. One um, of my friends. One of my friends got the vid recently, getting her butt kicked. Oh yeah, it's hell, man. It's hell. She's like, I just want to leave my basement. And I'm like, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> I you know, I guess the new variant's kicking people's asses. Yeah, know? yeah, it's been it's been kicking up kicking down here a lot down here in, in South Florida. So Yeah, I mean Florida's super lax on all that stuff, so mm-hmm. it, it usually passes through you guys quicker though. Yeah, and especially where I'm at, it's a more elder population, so it's hitting us harder. A lot of people gonna die. Mm, hope not. Um so yes. Uh welcome. Uh, we are happy to be here. Um, I am. Uh, the boy. If they weren't, they if, listen. If Spencer J weren't happy, they wouldn't be here right now. So I'd still be here. Oh wait, don't say that. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah. So okay. Uh, first, let's talk about uh some MLB news. Spencer, you just dropped uh. They're finalizing the Yankees are finalizing a trade for uh, Tendi. Um, yep. Is there any uh, what's behind it? Like what uh, is with the trade? Three prospects. That's all it says. All it says. Three minor leaguers. So. Hmm. Yankees organization. I mean, Ben Intendi's a guy that uh, solid player, uh, good defender, hits for a little bit of power, hits for average. Uh, Royals weren't going to re-sign him, and the Yankees are just going to have the luxury of having five billion bats in their lineup. So, yeah, I want to know what. Uh, well, I, I would like to hear what Cameron had to say about that. Um, I also think this could spell the beginning of the end for Joey Gallo. So, I mean, his yeah, time. Was, I can't imagine why because yeah. he fucking stinks. Let's say his time should have been gone, right? I mean, like, listen, if you. He he raked home runs in Texas. You would assume that he'd hit twice as many in New York. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he still hits for power, but the dudes, he literally, it's either home run or strikeout. And there's way more strikeouts than home runs. Well, Ben Attendi so. is a average hitter, technically, right? Uh, Not really. Kind of. He's more of a slap hitter. He's going to put the ball in play. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look up his stats. I don't know if he's I don't got, know exactly. He's, he's batting 320 right now. He's got three homers and 39 oh. RBIs. But give it to the That'd fact that year. he is part. He is on a very bad team. Ah, that doesn't matter. Um, I don't think that matters. That person, like being on a bad team, should make him worse because he has less around him. He's not. Yeah, but the problem with the Royals isn't necessarily their lineup. I mean, like, if you look at Benintendi's stats going back to 2016, the lowest batting average he's had, I'm not counting the COVID year, is 266. So, 
and he's hit he hit 295 271 290 266 276 last year and this year he's hitting 321 so solid numbers it's a good pickup for the yankees and he's only got three home runs this year um so yeah obviously he's you can tell he's leaning more toward trying to just hit the put the ball in play and get on base versus hit hit for power hit for power yeah which is fine which i like i like more but plus he's a left-handed hitter so put him in new york he'll definitely hit for more power yeah sure um any other trade rumors that you've heard spencer I mean, there's rumors swirling around everybody. Like, the Marlins are open to trading everybody but Sandy Alcantara, which mm. not a surprise. Um, Tigers are open to trading everybody. Surprise, surprise. Even Tarek Skubal, which at this point, it just, it just tells you how bad the ownership and GM are. So. Yeah, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping it changes. I mean, at the very least, Chris Illich Illich needs to fire Alavila. The problem is he's not going to, and then we're going to go through a deadline where they're going to trade pieces off with a dog shit GM again. So, Mm -hmm. and they're going to get nothing back because when Alavila calls, other GMs start salivating. But that's not really true. When you look at his past trades, what they got in return when they made the trades were good. I mean, most of them didn't pan out, but. They were considered good trades at the time. I mean, out of all the... the Like the Verlander trade, the pieces they got, that was considered a pretty good return for Verlander. It didn't turn out good, but it was considered a good trade. But the Verlander trade, the problem with that one was it really hinged on the health of Franklin Perez, and it was a big risk, which obviously didn't work out because he's now like dead uh, in terms of baseball. But You can't predict two Tommy John surgeries, though. Well, no, and then you can't really. And I don't. I don't blame him for Jake Rogers. You can't predict Tommy John and a catcher. Um, that man. I wish he would have pan. I wish. I wish it hit, that would have went went the right way for him. And but uh, Daz Cameron didn't turn out to be anything. So he was supposed to be the other big one. But yeah, I mean, like I don't know what he would be if he got consistent at bats in the bigs. But there's a reason he hasn't gotten consistent at bats. You know what I mean? Right. So. I don't know. Listen, Alabil is a clown. I don't want him at the helm. Obviously, it hasn't worked. Chris Illich, two weeks ago, I'm pleased with the progress we've made. Like, what what progress, dude? We're in last place. Don't give me injuries. Don't give me that bullshit. Every team deals with injuries. Has it been an odd year for us? Yes. But you literally added, like, you added one hitter. One. And a, and a couple of, and two pitchers. Yeah, so you added Eduardo Rodriguez, which I'm not mad at that. You can't predict that. The, that whole situation's weird. But Javi Baez signing obviously hasn't worked out. I don't know what his problem is. And even, like, the hitting is one thing, but he's not playing defense well. No, he's not. And that's it. that was, like, his thing. They're like, hey, he might not hit for average, but he's going to hit you 25 to 30 home runs, and he's going to be a gold glove defender. You must say that's, that's his bread and butter. He's been yeah, terrible on get- both sides of the ball. He got twelve. Uh, he's got twelve errors right now. Yeah, it's bad. So, like you know, and at the time, like we all said, we all liked the Javi Bias signing. But I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. But still, it's just irritating. It just seems like everything Alavila touches goes to shit. You ever think Alavila is just gonna get canned? So, I mean, he needs to be fired. He's a he's if he hasn't passed him, he's at Matt Millen level of bad. I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Is there ever a point where it's going to be where they go, oh shit, okay, maybe we do got to can him? Um, when fans stop going to games again, because it just seems you've been rebuilding for seven years, and what have you put on the field? A last place ball club, and then you're going to tell the fans, oh, technically we're not last place. Uh, our well, okay, we won two games in a row to get out of last place. Excuse me, because they were in last place as of two nights ago. Still though, like you're competing on the same level as the Royals. Like that's just that's not that's not okay. Yeah, they're a half game above the Royals for last. <laughs> they have two more wins than the Oakland A's. That doesn't make me feel good. But you can't rebuild for seven years and then say, oh, the rebuild's over put out a fucking terrible baseball team and then tell, tell your fans at the deadline, Oh, we're open to trading everyone, including our, our only valuable trade 
trade chip in Tarek Skubal. I and think fans are overreacting with that. But he's, I mean, yeah, I'd be, if they trade him and get a good haul for him, fine. But at the same I, time, like who else on this team is someone trading for besides like Alex Lang? I don't know. You've got like four decent relievers. I mean, but yeah, that's it though. You have bullpen and you have Skubal. No one's trading for anybody in your lineup. They're all terrible. Maybe you could pedal candy because he's getting hot. Even then, he's still, what is he still barely hitting over the Mendoza line? Listen, I don't like being a negative Nelly. Yes, I do. I don't know. I do not You're, like it. I would rather. Ne- see- you are negative about a lot of things. Listen, I don't trust a lot of things. The Michigan thing in you, chat is more you're, of a you're, 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 very, you're very close to Clark, and where I assume you're not happy if you're not upset with something. <laughs> Listen, Spencer, you, you have been nothing but bad for uh, the Tigers, though. When your best hitter is 39 years old, yeah, I'm, I'm not happy. Aaron Judge hit his 38th home run before a Tigers player hit his 10th. Sure. Yeah, we know this lineup sucks this year. Yeah, and the pitching hasn't been good either. And I know they've been hurt, but still. Every one of your starting pitchers has been hurt at least once this year. Still. I, there, there's bad luck, and then there's, I don't even know what this is. This is Alavila putting his eggs into the Riley Green, Spencer Torkelson basket. Then Green got hurt. And Torkelson didn't play well. So then there goes what you thought was going to be two of probably your top five hitters. Yeah. And then everybody else that played above their heads last season came back down to earth and worse. And then that seeped into your superstar signing of Javi Baez, who's just been absolute fucking dog shit terrible on both sides of the ball. He's better than what you give him credit for. He, I don't know. He's not been good. He's hitting 218. He's made 12 errors. He's got nine home runs. I think this time last year he had like 21. Yeah, playing for the Mets and Cubs. Still. Still, he's second on your team in home runs. He leads the team in RBIs. That's not saying much. But you can't say, oh, he's been terrible when he's still probably your best hitter. Yeah, but any outside of average. And he put him on any contending team. He's like their sixth or seventh best player or hitter. I mean, yeah, but our hitters are awful. Yeah. But like that's saying like, oh, like it's saying he's like the smartest retard. Yeah. But when you're saying always oh, dog shit, but he still has the best, if not one of the best numbers on the team, like the team is bad. That'd be like putting me in a group of like 10 year olds and then t- telling me that I'm the smartest one. It's not saying anything. Yeah, there's a reason why I had to mute the Twitter chat again. It's frustrating. There needs to be, there's, they need change from top to bottom. I mean, I'd be, if they sold the team, I'd be fine. Because Chris Illich obviously doesn't give two shits about the Tigers. Oh, he spent money. Yeah, he really spent money. I digress. Only so much shit you can say. It's just not going to change. I give him a little credit if he would fire Avila, but we know that's not going to happen because somehow he's got like the safest job in the history of the world. So what the fuck happened to Austin Meadows? Uh, he hurt he again. Re-ag- he reag you re. Agitated his Achilles like a week or two ago. Nah, it's not great. Seeing like that one, I'm not even mad at Alavila for that trade because like Isaac no, Paredes, Paredes, Paredes yeah. showed you literally nothing. He wasn't going to get playing time here. And yeah, and Austin Meadows actually lit it up before he got hurt. I mean, he was outside of the COVID year. I think he was averaging 26 home runs a year. So, or 27, something like that. But I don't know, man. Seems like after seven years, you'd have something. Right. No. And I, I do agree. He should be fired. And 
I do agree that he should have been fired long ago. But this whole doom and gloom bullshit is uh, getting annoying. Yeah, but there's no bright side. There's nothing good to look at besides Riley Green. I like Riley Green. And you have Tarek Scoble, who's I don't really know what he is. Like he has the potential to be an ace, but he's just he's still really inconsistent. So I don't know. I mean, hopefully if they if they do trade him, they get a good haul for him. They're and not he, gonna trade him. Uh, if somebody offers up one of their better am, prospects, they will I am willing to put a decent amount of money that they will not trade him. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's just something he said. All the fans got pissed off. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Avila's going to want a shit ton of prospect, good prospects. It's not going to happen. People got all pissy about nothing. I mean, like, before I started ranting, I was going to say, if he trades him, I'm not going to be that mad at it. Because if you look, at, if you look to the past, like, before... Uh, like like Michael Falmer, everyone said you, sh- you need to trade him while he's got value. Didn't trade him, got hurt, lost his value. And then, like he's got eh, some value again. He does, but I mean, like if they would have traded him after he won Rookie of the Year, you know, they could have gotten like a massive haul of prospects for him. I know, and I was one of the people saying because uh, who was the rumors? Uh, I think one of the rumors was the Yankees wanted to give up Clint Frazier, but Avila was trying to get Glaber Torres. Um, I think one of the rumors was Jock when he was playing for the Dodgers. Was one of the names being thrown around there when, uh, Fulmer was hot. I don't remember though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we look at that. That was one. There was another one they brought up on the radio, and I can't remember who it was. Oh, Matt Boyd was one. They should have just yeah. traded him, and they didn't, yeah, and they lost they him for nothing. Did they trade him? No. It didn't Absolutely. help that uh, the one year he was on fire, he got hurt right like, before the deadline. Yeah. yeah. like the When he was on that dominant stretch, he got hurt like days before the deadline. Yeah. It just, it's just, it's hard to sit there and look at this team. And then they're like, oh, hey, so we've been rebuilding for seven years. And now we might be doing something of another rebuild inside of that. So then you extend the quote unquote rebuild for another, what, two, two years, three years, four years? Like, how long is it going to take them to give us a team that's actually fun or worth watching? Because like games like today with the Victor Reyes walk off are few and far between, right? And it's, get and it's Victor Reyes. He don't. Although do that. they had they had a good uh, series against the Padres. They that did. was a very entertaining series. Oh, Can- Candelario's finally coming to life. Offensively, like, at least. Yeah, I mean that series took his average from like one ninety six to two fifteen. Hey, his WAR is not negative anymore. Okay, if you had to guess who has the highest war on the Tigers team, who do you think it is? I'm looking at the stats right now, so it's not fair. Dip, who do you think it is? I'm sorry. I would you say that again? Highest war. On the Tigers? Yes. Highest war. Wins above replacement. Uh Herrera. No. Mm-hmm. Eric Haas. Oh well. He's at one point four. Javi Baez is tied with Austin Meadows for second at 0.7. And Meadows don't play a lot. Uh, he's been hurt for the last like two months. I about to say. So, and then after him is Riley Green at 0.3. And he just joined the team. And he's tied with Derek Hill at 0.3, who I believe is also in AAA. So. <laughs> I mean, okay. Right, let's get it. Let's, I mean, let's face it. We all know the Tigers suck. The hitting is awful. What can we do to turn that around? Fire Alavila. Uh, Spencer, we know that's not going to happen. Let's be realistic here. That liter- dip, literally to fix it, you have to fire Alavila. I don't think there's any moves he can make that are going to make me happy at the deadline. 
or in the off season. But you know, unless, unless they go okay. out and unless Chris Illich decides, what's a new to GM go going to do that's going to make you happy at the deadline, though? Uh, I just would like a different perspective because Alavila stinks. I. I, I don't like every, know. Like I said, everything he touches goes to shit. I would just like a different set of eyes and someone who maybe knows what they're doing. Uh, okay, who are we selling? I mean, Cabrera's off limits. Well, you're not going to sell Cabrera because of the contract and the age. You're not scaling scope because he sucks. He's actually struggling. You're, you're, listen, you're, the only chips you have are Scooble. And then you have your um, your bullpen p- players like Fulmer, Jimenez, Lang, um, Andrew Chafin. That's about it. You've, you've got like five pieces you can trade. They're all pitchers. The most you're going to get out of any of them is Scooble. I think the next closest you get out of them is Lang just because he's had a really good year. But even then, I don't know if I would trade Lang. I'd hold on to him, and I'd rather trade like Joe Jimenez. Soto's got to have a lot of value too. Soto would have a lot of value. Um, I thing is, I don't know if they want to trade him because they think they have their closer. Even they trade Soto before they trade Scooble. I would agree with that because I think you've got a closer in the making in Alex Lang. Mm, interesting. I'd still rather have Soto as a closer. I dude, I hate Gregory Soto. It's it's a love it's a love hate. Like I love it when he's actually like himself and he can control his pitches, but it's like watching Jose Valverde again. I know, but statistically he's been the second best closer in baseball the last two years. But if you're like me and Chris Castellani and you actually watch him, he gives you an aneurysm. Yeah, he gives you an aneurysm, but he still wins or closes. The stats are lies. Sorry if I don't believe your eye test. <laughs> I mean, the eye test matters, but I get what you're saying, though. Statistically, no, yes, he's the eye been test one of the matters, but he's not blowing the games. Your eyes are telling him that he is. I mean, he blew last night. Uh, he didn't because they were never in the lead when he was pitching. Listen, I just want a closer who doesn't load the bases every time he comes in the game. But he didn't. He had a one, two, three with two strikeouts last night before they trotted him out for another inning. Yeah, and I don't get that either because every time they trot him out for two innings, he bl- he implodes. Right. Which, like, A.J. Hinch, at this point, what what's the fucking deal? Right. How do you not know? Like, trotting any reliever, like, are there any like, back of the any kind of guys like uh, Soto or Vest or uh, Lang that you're going to trust for two innings? I mean, Fulmer's a little different, but, like, yeah. Outside, like those three, are you really want to send them out for more than one inning? I think it depends on how many pitches they've thrown, honestly. Like, if they throw 20 in an inning, I'm probably done. If you give me a one inning and throw like 11, I'll throw you out there for a second. I think you're fine. But, you know, in general, like it's your back of the end, your back of the back end of the bullpen guys are going to give you one inning and they're done. So, yeah, you're right. But. I don't know. I don't know what the deal was last night. I don't know why. I get it. Like you, he's, he's your technically your best reliever based on numbers, but he's been bad in non-save situations all year. All right, and he gave you that one good inning. Right. At that point, just eat it. Put Tyler Alexander in for all I care. At least that way, it doesn't go on your closer. It's funny because uh, those three runs from last night are all were all considered unearned. Uh, the, all three runs that Padres scored today were basically uh, because of the defense, too. It's I like, see, why? but I thought that's what we were okay at was their defense. No, no. our defense was dog shit. They're like why, bottom right. three or bottom four right. in the league. But in the... <sighs> so, like, like you got to think, Torkelson's a plus defender. He's in AAA now. So you have Harold Castro playing first. Jonathan Scope's a really good defender. He's been good all year. Javi Baez is supposed to be good, but he's had a terrible year defensively. Third base, Candelario's average at best, I would say. Like Although he's, he's not, having a rough stretch defensively, too. Yeah, like he's not, he's, 
he was never considered a good defensive prospect. He was more for his bat because he could switch. I don't know. Last year, he was almost gold glove caliber, though. Yeah. I mean, one good year, though, compared to a career is. Yeah, but you. you Defense is usually a little more static than uh, offenses. Yeah. And like, I think in Javi Baez's situation, I think he's letting his offensive woes affect his defense. I think so too. Because normally he's a gold glove, he's a perennial gold glove contender. But, and then you have Robbie Grossman's an average defender. That's being, uh, that's being nice. I, he average. He's been in the league a long time. I'll give him a little bit of respect. Uh, Riley Green in center, I think, is an above-average defender. He's going to win at least one gold glove in his career. Agree. And then who's your everyday left fielder? It's it's a it's a platoon, really. So you have no consistent left fielder. So have fun with that. And then Tucker Barnhart is gold glove caliber defender, but he's also had a kind of down year on the defensive side. Yeah. So. I mean, okay, Spencer. Is there any light at the end of the tunnel, though, in the future where you, you are? Like, I mean, I'm happy with Riley Green. You know, um, I'm ha- I'm personally happy with our young pitchers. I'm happy with what we are seeing in AAA, AA, and so forth. And is there anything that is an upside that could be an upside? Riley Green. That's it? The light at the end uh, of the, the tunnel bullpen. is only if you continue to keep spending on hitting. And Torkelson develops. Yes, and you have to pray to God your pitchers get healthy and stay healthy. Right. So yeah, the only way they're going to fix the hitting is by spending, because outside of Torkelson, they don't really have anybody in the minors that's considered a top-tier prospect. Like, Kerry Carpenter's hitting homers, like, left and right, but there's a reason he's not been called up yet. Yeah, I mean, Dingler and uh, Parker Meadows are two players that... uh are yeah. considered decent hitters in the minors, at least. Dingler could end up being one of the better hitting catchers in the bigs. I don't just I don't know how long it's going to take to get him up here. Um, you have guys like Winseal Perez, who's in like I think he's in Double A now. He's been raking since he got called up. Uh, who's the other one I'm trying to think of? Uh, Ryan Kreidler. Uh, he was hurt to start the year. He's still he's still a good hitter. But it's, I don't know. He played Especially, in the Futures game for the Tigers. It was Dingler and uh, who's the pitcher? Wilmer Flores. That's right. Not the former Giants player, Wilmer Flores. Or, sorry, current Giants player. But yeah, like light at the end of the tunnel in the near future? I don't think so. Light at the end of the tunnel is you got to keep spending in the offseason. Yeah, which I don't trust Chris Illich to do. At least to the level that's going to make them relevant. I think all he cares about is putting asses in seats. Which is fine as long as you give me something that's, you know, halfway worth it. Yeah, like give me a product that's like halfway worth my ticket cost. Right. Like the only games I went to this year was opening day. Yep. Um, The game that they were celebrating Miggy's 3000th hit. Yep. And the bachelor party. Other yes. than that, like I, uh, Clark wanted to go to the 4th of July. I had no interest in going, even though it was a really good game. Yeah, no. Like, I don't, I wouldn't want to, unless it's for s- some specific reason, I don't, I wouldn't go to another game this year. You know, I, I may have only gone to like one game. See, during, see, during the year, or during the season, I may have gone to one a season two if I could, you know. Um I don't know. I I just want to win again and I'm tired of losing. But I think we all are. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's one thing if you rebuild, do it right, and then you you have a team that's halfway decent this year versus like what we're getting. Yeah. Like it's been seven years. Like well they started this thing in twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only rebuild that's gone on longer than the Tigers or the Pistons. And the Pistons is because of similar issues because your front office was fucking terrible. Yeah. Well, first off, you hired a coach and let him be the GM, and he never made one good move as GM. So, mm, I mean, he did decent signing Tobias Harris and Avery Bradley, but I don't then, think he got much for him at the and deadlines. Then, and then trading Tobias Harris for fucking peanuts. Yeah. 
And then they signed uh, who was the John Luer for twenty million dollars a year. Great move. The Reggie Jackson trade I thought was going to be good until he got hurt and couldn't. Right, it, it would have been great if he could have stayed healthy. No, yep. it's just the curse of Detroit. We enjoyed too much winning, and now we have to sit here and wallow in our own self pity. And the Red Wings just. The Red Wings was understandable because you had an old owner who was trying to hang on to something and it just bit him in the ass. Right. Also, I mean, it was similar situations. The owner wanting to keep what they had, like Mr. I wanted yeah. the Tigers to win and he wanted to keep the streak for the Red Wings. True. But. All right, to get off the negative. Okay, stop being negative. I'm just I'm angry about the Tigers. I know we got we got you got you in the soapbox there, bud. You, you listen, baseball is my favorite sport. It always has been. Now to watch is football, but overall it's baseball. And when I don't have something that I can enjoy, it pisses me off to no end. Like I feel it in my soul. So when I ha- when I watch this atrocity, I get upset. So I'm sorry if people don't want to listen to me rant, but it's just it's how I feel. But like, I don't know. Other trade rumors. I mean, like, obviously, we just had the Benintendi like we talked about. Uh, uh, Whit Merrifield. Whit Merrifield is another name. Uh, I know Juan Soto is a big, the big, the biggest name on the deadline or on the trade deadline list because of the contract issues and like that's fine, but whoever trades for him, either is going to have to let him walk in a, in two years, or they're going to have to sign him to like a probably a forty million dollar average. Because the reason he turned down the the Nats offer was because it was only a twenty nine million dollar average, and I think he wants closer to I think he wants like Mike Trout money, which would be between thirty five and forty. Damn. Speaking yeah, I mean, of contracts, you hear the rumor um, Lamar Jackson wants 50 mil a season. Yeah, I'm not paying him 50 mil a season. He can kiss my ass. I'm sorry. Somebody will. I know somebody will. Hell, it could be the Lions. They could let Goff walk and go sign Lamar. Although I don't think Lamar would come here, but I don't know what the options would be. I, just, I wouldn't pay Lamar that money. Why? I don't think he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I don't know. I, I think Lamar is worth it. I think Lamar is worth it. Uh, the day and age, that kind of quarterback is, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to say diamond in the rough, but I mean. That kind of, mo- see, the problem is that kind of money can cripple your team, especially in a place like Detroit where they're considered small market. And it's hard to get players to come here anyway. So then the players you could have gotten here, you're not even going to try for because you're paying your quarterback $50 million. That's like a, that's like a, that's like a fourth of your cap space. It's a lot of money. I mean, yeah, you're going to pay. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. It really is. And then, but back to base, back to baseball real quick. Uh, I think two of your bigger pitcher names that are going to get moved are Luis Castillo and Frankie Montes. Those are pretty obvious. I don't know who's going to pick them up, but whoever gets those guys, uh, they're going to be in good shape because they are fucking awesome. Luis Castillo throws like 100 miles an hour. Frankie Montes is just filthy. So Unless Montes plays against the Tigers. True. Tigers do seem to have his number for some reason. Lefties in general. <clears throat> So the Cardinals, Mariners, and Yankees have been the most aggressive teams in the Montes Castillo front. Twins, Blue Jays, and Padres are also in the fold, but they're not pushing as hard. What other players are going to be seen moving around? We have about a minute, minute fifty uh, left. What other players you guys going to see? You guys or you've heard name thrown out there? I did see one about JD again. JD Martinez. Yeah. I mean, the, the Red Sox, I don't know if they're going to be buyers or sellers. They've been really underwhelming this year. This contract's too big to move to. And yeah, for a guy I who's... Don't think, I don't think he's going to end up... I don't think the Dodgers want him. I mean, someone might trade for him just because it's a universal DH now. Um, uh, Jose Quintana's another one for Pittsburgh. 
veteran lefty. He'd be a, a low-cost depth pickup. So that'd be a good for some, the back end of someone's rotation. Uh, I don't really know who else I would expect to get dealt. I don't know what the fuck the White Sox are going to do. They need to fire their manager. Uh, yeah, it's I, what I, I did see here real quick before we join, we have another meeting or the take a break ad break here. Um, I did see this here. It's from it's regarding Boston. It said um, the Red Sox place in the standings with their chances and in, in chances in the postseason against a better and more talented teams with their injured list, which is longer than a CVS receipt. Yeah, it's true. It, it it's it looks like their selling is going to be strong and clear. And they might hold on to some stuff just to retool for next year and hope everyone stays healthy too. That's another yeah, option. Yeah, I think to, to be honest though, your best bet if you are Boston, you got to get rid of JD Martinez's contract. I guess try uh, whatever Boston's, you can. Boston's best bet is to try to actually get some pitching. Yeah. Yeah, try whatever you can. Go to teams that have the money, that have that spot. But uh, before we get kicked out here, we'll be right back after a little ad break. Uh, be sure to follow our, our socials and all that good stuff. We'll be right back. All right. Uh, Welcome back, everybody. Um, as we were going on here, another name I saw uh, was on the list there was uh, Wilson Contreras from Yeah, Chicago. Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ. Yep, yep, which I think would be a good fit for any team that need a bat. For sure. You need a veteran catcher who can hit a little bit. Wilson Contreras is your guy. Which, I mean, there's a lot of teams that need a veteran catcher because most people don't even have a catcher that's good to begin with. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nelson Cruz. Um, is the Nationals? Yeah. His name is getting thrown around. Has he even played well this year? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, if it's a, I don't know if it's like in years past when it's like, oh... Gotta get Nelson Cruz. He's gonna hit some homers. Maybe that's what it is. Like, I mean, again, you're not gonna pay a lot for him, but you're gonna, you're gonna, you can get a nice couple, maybe some home runs here and there from him, some doubles. He's got eight home runs this year. He's hitting two thirty three. I'll pass. Forty two years old. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not giving him anything. Let's see if somebody's desperate enough to just give like a shitty single A prospect, you know? I mean, it could be a situation like when the Tigers dealt uh, Justin Upton and got like a low level prospect for him, mm-hmm. yeah. just to be like, "Hey, let's give this guy a shot." Right? Exactly. Right. But all right, enough, enough, uh, enough. Um, uh, talk about baseball here. Let's get into some football news, okay? A lot of football news going around here. It's it's. I'm so excited because we are back. Uh, the players are going to camps. Everybody's coming together, and we are talking football once again. We have been talking football a little bit, but now we are everybody. It's football's all over the place. If we talk football every week, not us. I'm saying uh, in general. I know we talk about. I love football. We love football. Ah! Uh, but uh, it's good football. to see football. It's good to see football is back in in uh, back. What are we? Th- third, fifth? What is it? How many days are we from football again? Like fifty. That's right. Like yeah. That. Um. So. Maybe less. Um. Did you guys see Dan Campbell putting uh, putting that work in? Ten push-ups. He was doing push-ups with the team. Burpees. downs. It was a, It was burp down. Oh, burp downs. The burp downs. <laughs> Honey, I gotta burp down the kid. Gotta burp down the kid. Honey, get the burp down ready. Um. All right. Uh. But yeah, that, that's a man's man, and I I would go into I would go into battle with Dan for Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell will not ask you to do something that he wouldn't do himself, exactly. and that's what I appreciate about him. Yeah, that's what is that, that's all you appreciate about him. That's not all I appreciate about him. I also <laughs> appreciate that he drinks like thirteen hundred milligrams of caffeine every morning. I appreciate about you. Um. Get two of those. Two of those are big. Two of those venti iced coffees, and I get a two extra shots of espresso, and they're like douche, 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 douche. <laughs> what a man! He really he's, is a man. He's such a character. It's, it's like he's was made to be in a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, but, I love him. Now he's he's real and he's energetic and he's fun, and the, the players love him for it. So, yeah, and that's what I think we need. We really need it in the in the organization that uh, we really need. In the other Lions news, shout out to Sheila Ford Hamp. What'd she do? Did you hear what ha- what she did? 
No, I haven't. She's the reason that we got hard knocks. Which, oh, really? She Apparently, there was only three teams eligible. It was us, Carolina, and who was the other one? I was forgot. It like Houston? I, yeah, no, because they got a new head coach. Mm. You can't, you, you're not eligible if you have a new coach. I can't remember. Fuck, shit, I forgot. But anyway, I guess like she called up HBO and just said, hey, yeah, she's listening for it. Yeah, like we want it. So good on her for that. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so, so wow. Okay, that's that's do me for a shock. I wasn't expecting to hear that. I didn't know that. That's awesome. I mean, like, I don't know if it means she gets it, but I just think, like, good, good on her for, uh, I think she does, though. I really do, especially. I do think she understands. Or, like, they get catch her up on the times of what to do. Like, or, like, maybe she's actually listening to people. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, she, she, I mean, that press conference, what was it? It was after everything went down, and it was like that. It was like the, the one that started, right? Like, the one that started this whole process, where she was like, listen, I have to get this together and get, we have to get this, like, back on track. And I, I believe her. And because uh, I know some people die hard to like, well, she's just lying. She's just, it's just the same old Fords. But I think she's different, though. The other two, the other ones didn't give a shit, right, Spencer? Uh, that's what I'm, I've read and heard. It's all hearsay now, but I've heard that they didn't, she really gives a shit. These other I ones think the didn't. Old, give I think a shit. the old lady cared, but I just think that she got in her own way too much. Like the whole, like, I love Jim Caldwell. And, I mean, in hindsight, should have kept him over Matt Patricia, but that's what happens when you hire Patriots guys. So, I yeah. just, I'm, I mean, I don't know it for sure. It seems like she's more letting, like, they're just, she's just letting shit happen without stepping on toes. And it was like Dan Campbell was like, I wish she, I wish she'd step on toes more. I wish she'd be more involved, but she's letting us do our thing. So, um, and speaking of drama here around the war on the NFL, did you see Ben Roethlisberger came out and said some stuff? Um, talking about how the game has changed, the people have changed, they're coddling the babies, or they're coddling the at a young age uh, because college coaches need them to win, you know. Um, and, he, and he goes on to say like. No, but his coaches he had has never coddled like his uh, Miami U coach and his uh, and Bill Cowher. Um, never really coddled these guys, you know, and, and it's really hard for these young guys to, uh, um, because of social media as well, there's so much backlash with, or so much stuff going on with that. You I know, was going to so, make a comment about Ben, but I'm going to refrain. Yeah, yeah, don't we don't need that comment. It's old. It's old. It happened. Um, I mean, he can say whatever he can say whatever he wants. I guess he's earned that as being Ben Roethlisberger, but yeah. we all know that the generations are different. Like the younger guys now don't like to get screamed at and berated as much as the guys did before. Like stuff changes. That's just how it is. Like I, I had coaches in the past that were really cool and like I guess coddled, but at the same time still taught you stuff. I also had coaches who would scream at you until you wanted to fucking cry. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But I just like some people respond differently to different coaching, I guess, and you just kind of got to figure out which way they respond best. I am tired uh I I had actually had a conversation last 2 weeks ago. I didn't bring this up cuz it didn't really wasn't really pertain to what we were talking about on the podcast, but now this here with this whole thing. I you know, I I said like somebody was telling talking to me and you know, like I have, like I have my football helmet in my office, so like that always sparks conversation with the older people. And um, one of the older officers that came in to visit the office uh, was talking to me about it and um, how football has changed from when I played and when he played. He's like, you know, your your generation, your coaches just let you do whatever and walk all over them. And I, you know, and I I stopped him and I said, wait a minute. I said, wait a minute. I have had the toughest coaches. In in football, I had Coach Kramer. The dude chewed tobacco, spit it out, made us do up-downs till we puked. And we were in freaking SJV middle school football. Catholic middle school football. He didn't take shit from nobody. Um, Coach Buckle definitely didn't take shit from nobody. Remember the freaking sprints we had to run? 
Milne, Milne wasn't that bad either. Milne was actually pretty good, but Milne also, you had respect for the, for that guy. So you would go into, I, me, I'd go into battle for Milne because I've known him and his family for years, but um, I just don't think it's right to say, like, I feel like our generation, our coaches were still that old ways. Now, I do believe it's different, but I don't think it's that different. I mean, there's a difference between being a tough coach and then like Actually, calling yeah. players, calling players fadgets, you know? Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. Which is what my grade school football coach did. So, did he really? Oh yeah, dude, he um, he got mad at us one day, and he said he looked at the lineman and he goes, he goes, "Are you motherfuckers gonna block out there, or are you just gonna keep playing titty pancake like a bunch of faggots?" Oh shit. And so I guess somebody went home and told one of their parents and he got fucking, he got in a lot of trouble. He almost got fired for it. Nowadays that he would have, he would get fired. So you got to think like, what was that? We were what 13. So it was 14 years ago. Like if that happened now, dudes fired the next day. Exactly. Yeah. You can't do that. But also, sorry, I used the F word. I know it's not a, a, a thing to say anymore, but I was quoting him. It was just a quote. We're sorry. Don't. Um, for it. Yeah, I try to stay away from. Of course, those, of course, those types, those words. Yeah, um, I can't let go of the R word though. That's still stuck in my brain forever. Yeah, no, don't use that word for. Well, yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah, there's like tough coaching is fine. Like, you can be a tough coach, but I guess some. I guess now it's more of a like. There's still guys that like to get yelled at, and it it fuels them and it gives them motivation. Then there's guys that don't want to get yelled at. They just want you to say, "Hey, you know, you need to do this better. Can we let's work on it." I know, and I guess like like I wrestle. I wrestled, right? You know, and um, so I was yelled at. That's how, that's how they communicated, though. They're screaming at during the match. You, they're screaming, screaming so much they lose their voice at the end of the at the end of the tournament or something like that. You know, so like it happens, and that's what I'm familiar with. And I got now. That's like I had a conversation with my wife because I'm co- like I'm coaching t-ball, right? And it's just t-ball. Don't don't yell at me, me yelling at children. I don't do that. Um, but like You're I'm out there berating boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These guys, yeah, these kids are three, four, and five. Like, yeah. Why no. are you running the wrong way, you fucking <laughs> asshole? Uh, they're just looking at her. They're like, "What is Coach Dip doing?" <laughs> so yeah, so like I, I was we were just had a conversation. Like, you know, like uh, it's like you know when this when your uh, Hudson gets older and he's playing sport, you can't go hard out of him. I was like, that's like, damn because that's different. Like. I was five, I was six years old wrestling, and getting yelled at every practice, running for doing something stupid. It was just something that was familiar with me, and I gotta tell myself like you don't we don't do that these days. It's 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 coaching is different, and to be honest, I don't I don't know. Uh, it's not gonna affect us in the long run, but it, it's just weird for me. I I don't know how you guys think about it, but. So that's something to think about uh, sometimes here and there. But Big Ben sparked my uh, interest back again when I when I read that today. I um, think the I think the best part of the camps was Aaron Rodgers looking like Nicholas Cage. That was hilarious. Yeah. You see Russell Wilson wearing his own jersey. Yeah. Whatever. Conceded. <laughs> he did I'm what? Telling, uh, he he wore his own three jersey. He wore his own like throwback jersey. People are like, no, it's not him. It's somebody else. No, it's this. This way, yeah. Um, I mean, unpop- uh, unpopular opinion. I don't know if the Broncos make the playoffs. I don't think they do. My division's insane. Yeah, it 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 really is. Yeah. Jay, how was Jay? How was St. Pius's uh, football? How was it? Yeah, how was like the coaching? Like, I mean, was it like a dad, like a parent, or like actual like outside? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think yeah, for football, it was a parent. I think it was Chase Schaefer and uh, Zach Huber's dads who coached it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Zach Huber, I can see that, and Chase Chase's dad actually, yeah, I can see that too. I don't think you ever met Chase's dad. No, I didn't. I have heard. Uh, I was gonna say. Yeah, <clears throat> I have heard. I've heard stories. Um, when I've heard, he was a good guy. Yeah, he was. Um, uh, but yeah. But I mean, yeah. 
we did what we could. Being a small school. Yeah, exactly. And then you guys joined us, right? Yeah, eighth grade year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You play eighth grade? No. Oh, that's why I don't remember you. Okay. All I remember eighth grade year was uh, uh, Zach McKenzie just literally breaking his body um, against uh, one of the Catholic schools in Lansing or whatever. No, somebody. I remember it was a really good school. They were kicking the shit out of us. He broke his collarbone or something like that. I remember that. And then Alton got tackled by Car David, uh, Tyler Carmichael and uh, tore his ACL. Teammate tackled his own teammate. <sighs> anyway, PTSD. Um, yeah, so. Uh, we are seeing a lot of football news. What do you guys think about uh, Julio going to Bucks? Meh. I, I, to me, that was shocking because I, I was so. There was so many rumors still whirling saying, oh, he's going to go to Green Bay. Green Bay's really pushing hard for him, really pushing hard for him. Um, he said he took less money to play with Tom. And then, yes, and then that's, yeah, so that's, uh, that's... I don't know if that's BS or if it's just like a negotiating tactic, but he's going to be the third or fourth option there. Uh, that way he doesn't have to play every down. He can try to stay healthy and try to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, um... Interesting to see here. What? Uh, where did I, where'd my thing go? Hold on. Thing just cl closed. Question. I had a couple questions here. Where I gotta hold on. I got a Google Doc. Okay, hold on. Uh, okay. All right. Um. Okay. Is here's a question here from a the Cardinals fan. She uh, came back here with a hard hitting question about Kyler Murray. Um. Sometimes we see players get big, big money and tend to play mediocre football, baseball, basketball, etc. Okay. Do we see that with Kyler Murray getting that fat yeah. paycheck? I don't think so. No. He's been great everywhere he's been. I don't think having a big deal uh, changes anything. Right. If anything, it might make him better now that he's contractually obligated to watch film. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's hilarious, by the way. Like, what is that about? Uh, it's about the team. I mean, the team doesn't think it's he pretty obvious film. about what it's about. Team sits there. Team like either knows or thinks he doesn't watch film. Waste too much so, quality. or enough of it, or enough of it. So they're gonna make sure he watches at least four hours of film a week. Whereas guys like. You know the the greats like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning all watch like twenty hours a week of film. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, man, you got too too busy playing uh, Call of Duty. I don't know, man, but you know, Kyler got his money, so we'll see what happens. This is, this is, I mean, I just I just think it's gonna it's got to cause some some issues in the like in the locker room, right? Like, oh, this guy doesn't really oh. he, he doesn't want us to win. You're not no. paying attention to the film. Now he's got to no. actually pay attention. No? no, no. I think it's. I think the money. So he's a quarterback. He's going to get paid. Mm -hmm. If they weren't pissed about it already, nothing's going to change now. Okay, true. Um, let's see. Next question here. Okay. I word this correctly. All right. Um, are you guys shocked about the rumors saying that Deshaun could be uh, suspended six, uh, two to eight games? That's what they're saying. No, I think he's lucky if he gets less than eight games. I'm shocked they didn't try for his full season. I'm sure they're trying, but I'm sure the PA won't let it go through. Roger Goodell do their best to make sure it doesn't go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roger Goodell wanted to suspend him indefinitely and at and do it at least for one season. Yeah, and then the NFLPA said, "No, you're not going to suspend him at all." And then that's when they called in the arbitrator, and they're like, "Hey, how you doing?" I mean, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. 
it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, I think he deserves to get suspended for a full season, if not more. But that's, that's my opinion. That's just gonna that's just gonna cause some some issues, man. I... He's a he's a listen. You, you, just because he paid him off doesn't mean he's innocent. Yeah. Yeah. And he Agreed. still got. I think he paid off twenty out of the twenty four, and then. There was four left, and I think two more have come forward. So, good luck with that one, brother. And then they said that he saw a total of 66 over the past couple of years, or over that time span. So, like, even more could come forward. We don't know. You imagine if there's a, sh- a swarm of... of I, don't, I don't want to ha- see this happen, but you just imagine a swarm of women just come out and say, yeah, and it gets to, like, 50. 60. Could happen. Uh, just, I, know t- I know Houston is big, but come on, man. But wasn't he going there after like every game or every Yeah, week? that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, man. Don't do scummy shit and you won't get into a situation like this. Motherfucker, you're making how much money and you're sitting there trying to get free fucking. Uh, Happy endings from masseuses. Come on. Well, technically they're not free, but you know. Well, listen, listen. All right, Mister Attorney. Huh. If he didn't pay anything extra, it's technically not illegal. Well, I'm not. No, I'm not saying it's not illegal. No, I'm, I'm saying just, he he paid I'm, for it. I know. I'm just I'm referencing his attorney saying that. Oh, did he? Yeah, his did attorney. Really came, his, oh, yeah. His, okay, you yeah, his that? Attorney, yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah, attorney yeah. went on the radio. Yeah. and said. If he didn't pay for it, it's technically not illegal. I mean, it is if it's unwanted. So. Yeah, I don't know. We shall see. It's yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how when this actually happens and stuff like that. Um why would he even say that? Because nobody was like even bringing up like prostitution or anything like that or soliciting. It was all over like sexual harassment. I gotta look up the actual quote. Um, yeah, the, uh, Jay, that was his argument in court. That oh, was, was that's what so he, he was said, using. He said, "Maybe there's nobody in your listening audience that ever have that that it ever happened to. I don't want to point it out. If that has happened, it's not a crime." Unless you are paying somebody extra or t- or so to give you some kind of sexual activity, it's not a crime. <laughs> what a clown! He is an old boy, for, old man from from Texas. So I mean, he's probably going to get him out of it. So it sucks. Really Unless you're not, if you're not paying extra for some sexual activity, it's not a crime. Such a fucking weird thing to say. It, it is a crime if, like, you demand it and then basically force yourself. Yeah, force yourself on them and make them feel like they have to do it. Yeah, it's very true. Very true. Any other football news, Dipper? Um, I don't know. I think I, th- I have another question oh, here. Yeah, the Tennessee Volunteers are in big trouble. What did they do? Um, their coach with Jeremy Pruitt uh, broke fifteen um, violation one rules. Hmm. Fun. Fifteen what About kind of rules? Ma- like major one violations. It was so scummy up there. Even his wife was paying uh, recruits. Hmm. Wow. But it's the SEC, so nothing will happen. Yeah, true. I want to. I want to go back to the first part of the pod. Remember how we were talking about Joey Gallo? Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Judge has thirty-eight home runs. Joey Gallo has thirty-seven hits all year. So, um, yeah. 
It was. I did see an inter- I think it was an interesting fact that. Uh, oh, excuse me here. Uh, interesting fact that the first time in MLB history we see. Um, uh, the first time in MLB history we see both New York teams at for, in first place in their respective uh, standings. It's crazy, crazy stat. I don't think that's the first time that's ever happened. That's what that's what I saw on a Twitter from. Uh, uh, ESPN, I do believe. Like at this juncture in the season, you mean? I, I I think. Let me let me. I know I saw one early in the season where it was like it was the first time ever that the Mets, Yankees, Angels, and Dodgers were all in first at the same time. That's crazy. That was a long time ago, though. That was like months ago. Yeah. Yes, it is because the Angels have completely fallen apart. I must say, they completely blew up, right? That's what happens when Artie Artie uh, Artie Moreno is your owner. It's hard to be a worse. Meanwhile, Otani's going to win back-to-back MVPs. I don't think he's going to be judged for it. I think he does. I don't think so, Jay. That New York media thing, is it's a thing. No. <laughs> if Judge hits he's if the Judge in baseball, if Judge, win it. I don't know. If Judge rakes 40 home runs, man, I think he's – or 50 home runs, he's going to win it. Um, But, yeah, so, like, it's just crazy that uh, – I hate you know New York. New York teams are both succeeding. So, end of the days. Yeah, just wait for the playoffs. The Yankees will choke like they always do. Yeah, yeah, probably. Sure, and the Mets too, probably. Uh, unlike the Yankees, or unlike the Mets, though, the Yankees have the problem that they always have. Pitching. Who, the Yankees? Yeah. Like they've been like top three in the American League all year, though. Yeah, we'll see. And Garrett Cole's been Garrett Cole. Nestor Cortez came out of nowhere to be a Cy Young candidate. I don't know how. Uh, Luis Severino has been, he hasn't been great, but he hasn't been, he's been, he's been pretty good. He's been decent. Um, Jamison Tyone has basically resurrected his career this year. He has been having a good year. And for Severino, we'll see if he can uh, play a whole season. If he does, I'll change my attitude. But I've seen the Yankees collapse so many damn times that I'm not going to predict them to win jack shit. Right. I mean, I love watching the Yankees uh, fail. It's fun. Makes my heart warm. It is amazing. Warm is my cold, dead heart. The Yankees are like the Cowboys. When they lose, America wins. You know what? I want the Yankees to go to the World Series and then lose. Just because it would be more heartbreaking. That's a very mean thing to say. Fuck the Yankees. Uh, especially with Cameron listening. Yeah, for sure. We love you, Cameron. You're, my, you're one of my best friends, but I hate the Yankees. Fuck them. Same. Ditto. Touche. Um... But yeah. Let me fluff your pillow, cause I'm George Steinbrenner. <laughs> All right, we're gonna end on that. That's perfect to end on. Um, thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Uh, be sure to go to our socials. Be sure to go to lifefields.com. Be sure to use the code fifteen percent off your entire purchase. Three idiots is the code. Three, Spencer. The number three, not T-H-E. Three, idiots. Thank you. Uh, make sure you guys uh, look out for next week. Uh, we are one. We are step. We are just getting closer, closer, closer to football with the third annual dun 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 standings for the season. Well, I need to come up with a better name. When right. are we gonna do the mock draft thing? Ooh, we should do the mock draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do that. Um, let's do that in a couple weeks here. Um, yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I will find. I did find a uh, site that we could just like put plug three people in, and we could do it together. Um, but uh, so yeah, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, Jay and Spencer, thank you for again joining me. Super late. Uh, um, yeah, it's late for you. Not yeah, for me, Jay. Sure. Uh, I've been st- we've been staying. I've been staying up too long. I've been staying up to like one a.m. watching this show, The One Hundred. It used to be on back in like two thousand thirteen. I loved the show when I first um, watched it in season one, and then I watched a little bit of season two, and then I just stopped. 
And then uh, my wife and I found it again. I'm like, hey, let's give it. I'm gonna give this a go, and we're obsessed with it. So, um, we've been watching a lot of that. So, uh, but yeah, um, go watch the boys. I do. Oh my god, yes, I need to watch the boys. Also, watch Reacher. What's that? It's uh, on Amazon. It's the one with uh, Alan Richson, dude who plays Thad Castle. Oh, he's like an ex-military, like yeah, badass yeah, yeah. guy. It's based off the Jack Reacher books. That one's pretty solid. Yeah, that's. I'm. I'm I have to give that one a go. I'll give that one a go. Um, so thank you guys for listening. Um, Jay Spencer, appreciate y'all. Uh, have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. And goodbye. Jesus. Hi, hi, hi.